welcome to the Being Mum podcast, the podcast for being a mum your way. I am your host, Amanda Forsey. Thank you so much for joining me. It is so important as mums to find a balance between giving to our families and giving to ourselves. And it's only by finding out what we truly value and care about that we can live our lives in line with who we are and what we really want. Let's put the you and the why back into mummy. Hello, I am so glad that you have joined me for this week's episode where we are going to be talking about how we can find, nurture and protect our mum strength. Now, you might be thinking, what is she talking about? What is mum strength? But I'm sure you've heard phrases like, you're so strong, I don't know how you do it, what's your secret? Often people are referring to how you're managing to juggle all the different parts of motherhood. How you're looking after the home, the children, taking care of all the things that we have to do on a daily basis, all the stuff that we do to keep our families running. It's like a business, isn't it? It's a lot. And often these comments are the only real praise or appreciation that we get for it from the outside world. So you're so strong, it confirms that what you do every day is a big load that you're carrying. Or I don't know how you do it. That confirms the disbelief that you can pull it all off over and over again, that they're impressed with your stamina and your mothering skills and that they don't think they could do it themselves. What's your secret? This one's harder to take as a compliment because it implies that we have some secret knowledge or tricks that we've learned and especially when we're new mums or earlier in our journey, we are in a huge learning curve. We're reading everything that we can get our hands on, books, magazine articles, online mummy forums. We're searching for all these answers that for some reason we were expected to know. It's like it was some magic download into our brain when we became pregnant or gave birth. Ping! The download of Expert Mummy is now available. <laughs> the truth is that most of us probably expected being a mum to be a lot easier than it is. That we would naturally take to it, that we might be tired because we know we're going to get lack of sleep, but that it wouldn't really be that hard. There is so little value placed on the things that us mums do on a daily basis. The mums work, if you like by our society and by people around us. And we grow up that, you know, we have this assumption that it must be easy, which couldn't be further from the truth. And this natural instinct actually has to be learnt. It's almost like we're doing a degree or an apprenticeship. We spend years becoming trained as a mum and an expert in our family and our kids. So what is our secret? Why are we so strong? How do we do it? Well, for a lot of us, we might not know. We're just showing up every day and we're just getting on with it. We're just getting things done. When we hear these comments, we can feel like a fraud, that we're putting on a show, that we're pretending, that we're faking being super mums. We don't have a choice, do we? We have to get things done and everyone's relying on us to get things done. So I want to touch on how we can find and nurture and protect that inner strength. There are three areas that we need to think about here. Our physical strength, our mental strength, and our emotional strength because if we don't take care of all three then the cracks start to show in our armor and then the motherhood journey that we're on it can all feel too much of a weight that we have to carry so when i talk about our physical strength i am of course referring to our bodies our bodies often take the brunt of our neglect we have obviously been through the huge transformation of pregnancy of birth of probably breastfeeding all of it can take this huge toll on our physical health 
And then we also have to take into account the lack of sleep and the lack of proper rest, the lack of time to do any exercise or to feed and nourish our bodies. It's no surprise that our physical health can suffer. But what can we do? Well, we need to treat our bodies like the homes that they are because they need to be functioning and performing as best that they can be for our whole life. Not just for the motherhood part of it, but all of our lives. It's the only home we really have. It's our true home. So we need to take care of them. And there are two main ways that we can do that. We can choose to make it a priority and exercise and nutrition are those things that we need to really take care of. Whatever exercise you can find that you enjoy and you're able to make time for is going to help you to keep your body staying healthy, strong, flexible and functioning in the way that we need it to. So if you know that this is an area you are neglecting or putting off because it's not important right now and I totally understand (laughs) exercise can be the last thing that we feel like doing if we've been up all night with the baby or after a full on day of being mum and doing all the things we do each day. Try to think of something you could do in 10 or 15 minutes and that you could add in at any point of the day if you find a bit of time. So maybe when you are brushing your teeth, you do some squats or lunges. Or maybe if you are doing the school run, you decide to wear your running gear and you do a quick run on the way back home. I'm not a runner, but it is a very popular activity and I you know, hold my hat off to anyone that, that can do it. Another suggestion that a mum gave me this week was to do it when I'm making dinner, to put on like a 10 or 15 minute workout from an app on my phone or maybe to put on some music, just dance around in the kitchen in between when I'm timing things for dinner. Maybe that would work for you. The point is that you need to factor in the exercise or physical movement Even simple stretching, it could be added in when you're down playing on the floor with your kids or if they're watching TV before bed. It has to be something that works for you, that you enjoy doing so that you're actually motivated to do it and that you will fit it in when you find that little bit of unexpected time. The benefits of doing this physical exercise will be to increase your physical ability to hold, carry, play with your kids. It's going to help increase your mood. It's going to help increase your energy and it can even help you get better sleep. But most importantly, it's going to help you to be able to cope with the demands of motherhood. Physical strength is really one of the foundations for overall strength and if you do suffer with anything like a sore back or a sore neck or muscle aches or headaches then you will totally understand how not being physically strong can impact you on a daily basis and you know you can go and see an osteopath or physio. You need to make time for yourself to deal with those problems because when you aren't feeling physically fit It then impacts everything else and it can be a lot. To support our physical strength, we need to exercise, but we also need to combine that with proper nutrition and hydration. So staying properly hydrated is super important. And if you follow me on Instagram or my Facebook group, which you should be, by the way, uh, then you will have heard me talk about having kidney stones and having to deal with that thanks to my absolutely shocking bad hydration levels throughout my pregnancy and breastfeeding journey. I did not drink enough water at all, nowhere near enough of what I was meant to. And I was just super busy and I didn't make it a priority and I just didn't do it. So now I'm having to deal with the consequences. (laughs) While your body is amazing and it's really adaptable, it can only keep covering up all of the cracks and it can only do so much if we continue to deprive it and neglect it. 
So I want you to think about how much care and attention that you take for your children's diet and hydration. Even your pets, you take care to feed and water them. We're so good at making sure that everyone else eats regularly and drinks water throughout the day. Well, you need to be adding yourself to the priority list. And if it helps, when you feed and water them, feed and water yourself at the same time. When it comes to a healthy and balanced diet, I love to think of the rainbow. And I say this to my kids most days and it helps to remind them and myself. I'm quite visual and so by ensuring that me and my kids eat a variety of colours, I feel we get a good balanced diet. And it's really easy to add in fruit and vegetables and it also makes it interesting. So I go with a 80-20 split. So 80% of the time it's healthy and then 20% of the time it can be treats like chocolate or wine. Well, wine for me, not the kids. And I don't do any restriction or count calories or stop or ban certain food groups because I don't think it's sustainable in the long term. So finding ways to exercise, to cook and eat healthy, to regularly stay hydrated, it's all going to keep you physically strong. Now, next, I want to talk about how we can support ourselves to be mentally strong so that we can navigate all the demands of motherhood Mentally, we are up against sleep deprivation that leaves us feeling tired, irritable, with reduced willpower and resilience. We are constantly making decisions every day about everything and we can often beat ourselves up and overanalyze these decisions and question our choices, which can lead to feelings of mum guilt. And we're continuously trying to find and maintain balance between giving to everybody else and to meet our own needs. There is a lot of mental energy being spent and it is a lot. It is a lot for us to deal with and handle. So what can we do about it? Well, self-care is how we can preserve our mental strength. We need to prioritise and make time for it. And when I say self-care, I don't mean a spa day or a massage. I am talking about prioritising the jobs and tasks that we take on. Are they urgent? Can they wait for another day? Can they be delegated to someone else, either in the family or is it something we can pay somebody else to do? We need to set boundaries and we need to give ourselves permission to say no to people, activities or anything that drains us. Being present in the moment and in our day so that we aren't wasting our mental energy on worries about things that have happened or didn't go how we wanted them to or anxiety about the future, like what's going to happen when this comes about or when the kids start school or at Christmas, what am I going to do? It's about being in that moment. So we can use breathing techniques and mindfulness. They are useful tools that we can use to reduce our stress, to keep us present in the moment. We can develop these skills and that's going to help us develop our resilience and it's going to support us to nurture and really take care of our mental strength. And lastly, I want to touch on our emotional strength, as this is probably the most challenging. We are affected by our hormones, our cycles, we are affected by those around us, and we all have different abilities when it comes to being able to cope and process our emotions. So in making an effort to nurture and protect our emotional strength, we can really have a positive impact on our overall well-being. So how can we nurture our emotional strength? Well, What we can do is give ourselves self-compassion and self-acceptance. By nurturing and working on these two areas, we can increase our emotional resilience. So what I'm talking about is that the way we speak to ourselves, our inner voice, it's super important, okay? We need to question and silence what I like to call and refer to as our inner meanie, that little voice inside our head 
okay? We don't want to be doubting or criticizing ourselves, feeling shame, guilt, or that we aren't good enough. So how do we do that? How do we silence it? Well, we need to really look at ourselves. We need to get to know ourselves, all of it, our good qualities and the positive things about us that we like, and also the things that we don't like, the bad qualities. All of it makes us who we are and none of us are perfect. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. And if we're honest with ourselves and we really accept these parts of ourselves, all of it, then we will no longer be judging ourselves and that inner meanie is gonna quieten down. We also won't be afraid of what other people might think or judge us for because we already know all of it. We aren't pretending or trying to hide parts of ourselves in an attempt to look like we have it all together and that we're perfect. So what I want you to do is make yourself two lists. One, I want you to fill with your strengths and one list is for your weaknesses. And I want you to be really, really honest and I want you to really be accepting of who you are, all of it, okay? Um, this is how we're gonna build that emotional resilience and we're gonna protect our emotional strength. So the other way that we can nurture and build our emotional support is by being part of the world. And this can be super hard because once we become mums, we can find ourselves quite isolated and quite lonely. Initially, it might just be us and the baby. The days and the nights might be long. We can feel very alone. Even if we're surrounded by people or mum groups, we can still feel lonely because we aren't having conversations or making connections beyond the superficial. How's the baby sleeping? How's the baby feeding? And that type of thing. It's what I like to call the conversation fillers. It's all the things that you find yourself repeating over and over and saying just because you're filling that gap of silence when you're in these groups and situations. Usually you're talking about the baby or the kids and it's not often that we have a real and honest conversation about ourselves, about how we're truly feeling, about how we're finding this new reality that we're living, this new life that we're now in. Maybe we haven't even had the time to figure this out ourselves. So by doing our best to make connections with family, with friends, with other mums in person or online, where we can be honest and truly connect with exactly how we're feeling, it gives us that sense of belonging and support and gives us emotional strength. When we feel seen, heard, understood and accepted, then we have real connection and we can gain emotional strength from that support. There are also tools that we can use ourselves Things like journaling, doing a daily gratitude practice, including mindfulness or meditation into our life that can help us to feel grounded and it can strengthen our connection to ourselves and so build on that emotional resilience. If you find that you are struggling with emotional strength, maybe you're feeling down or tearful or like it's all too much, there is no shame in asking for a greater level of support. Your GP is a great place to start when I was feeling overwhelmed and like it was all too much, I went to my GP and I thought that she was going to give me antidepressants and I was really feeling upset about this and like I was failing. But when I got there, she totally understood because she had three children under three. She actually had a set of twins, which is harder, I think, than even me with my three under three. Um, so she understood and she was you know, really clear. She said, you're just struggling with lack of support and it's all normal. It is all too much to handle. And she referred me through to a therapist to talk through my feelings. So I didn't end up on antidepressants because it wasn't what I needed. What I needed was more support, more emotional support because I was isolated and alone and I was feeling 
struggling and overwhelmed and I was processing a lot of grief as well from losing my own mother and having that weekly telephone call because it was COVID so you couldn't visit um, it made a huge difference it gave me perspective and it helped me strengthen my emotional and my mental health so please don't ever think that you have to do this alone you really don't none of us are born with this knowledge of how to do it either it has to be learned and our journeys are all so unique and so different but there is a commonality okay there's a commonality there too and if we speak and we share our truth with each other instead of pretending that we are fine then we can make honest connections and we can build real friendships and real relationships so i hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode I would love to hear any thoughts that you have or maybe you've found things that work for you that other mums might need to hear as well. Uh, You can send me a message or you can come and share in my Facebook group, The Being Mum Tribe. That's all for this week, but I will be back next Friday with another episode for you and I hope that you have a lovely weekend. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Being Mum Podcast. Please stay tuned and subscribe for future episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at Being Mum Your Way or join my Facebook group, The Being Mum Tribe. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions or want advice, please do get in touch and join the online Facebook community. Bye.